0: Today on The Breakdown, Tom Dwan is back, baby! Yeah, that's right. Tom Dwan playing $200, $400 cash. Cash money. And he's playing at a table full of killers, including Scott Seaver, Dan Smith, Landon Tice, others as well, including Jake Daniels, who is at least... Problematic type player, and that he's gonna put a lot of pressure on you and things like that. And Dwan is gonna play a hand against Mr. Daniels, where, well, to some degree, all hell is gonna break loose, and Tom's just gonna to have to make some tough, tough decisions. He's not gonna have a great hand, but should he stand up to this bully or should he slink away? <laughs> Let's get into it right now on the breakdown. Because Tom Dwan is back, baby! With Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. <laughs>
1: Too much energy. Top Dwyer, baby! It's too much. He's back! Okay. Is he in America? Is he allowed in America? He is in America. So yeah. I guess he's allowed in America. Okay. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Haven't, he has, hasn't been seen playing on TV poker in the U.S. for a long time. It's mostly just in Macau, right? I think that's right. You know, he's about to
0: play. In fact, as we record this, I think he might be playing Phil Hellmuth in the Heads Up Duel. Oh, today, oh, cool. like at 5 p.m. I think they're playing or maybe that's I think so. OK, think that's right. So, yeah, he's back for right. real. And if he loses to Phil Hummuth, Phil Hummuth is going to be beyond insufferable Timmy instead Dimmy. of just quite insufferable.
1: Timmy, Dimmy's back.
0: Timmy, Dimmy. That's, that's Tom, Tom Dwan. <laughs> Tom Dwan, sure. The tizzle, dizzle.
1: Yeah. Stuff like that.
0: Yeah, it's cool. Tom Dwan, by the way, it's interesting. So he came to this uh, cash game. I watched the whole thing. I did not suggest this hand, but I would have. In fact, I wrote it down too suggested, but people beat me to the punch because good job, everyone. We'll get to who you are soon enough, I'm sure.
1: In fact, who was it, Grant? It was uh, Pavel Lynchitz and friend of the podcast, Mitch Towner. That's right. That's right. Mitch Towner actually called me to talk about this hand. I mean, it's
0: a great hand. I remember in the middle of it, I was starting to really think about it deeply because Tom takes his time as he's thinking about different spots. And... Uh, I was already starting to, like, write down, like, maybe, you know, the time and stuff like that, yeah. thinking we might, we might do it. Um, so Tom Duan shows up, like, three hours late in the seven-hour stream. And before he gets there, it's, like, relatively straightforward chill. And, like, it's okay. Like, you know, the poker's fun to watch, but, you know, it's fine. Like, even Scott Siever, everyone's just sort of, like, being very normal. And then Duan shows up, and it's, like, the, he's the life of the party. And he's talking about, like, watching five-year-olds play uh, soccer, Little like like five on five soccer or six on six soccer, um, where they just play little five minute matches, and he's gambling with a friend, and then they like they start to learn how good the players are, and so then they like they they start offering different odds, but then because they're five year olds, sometimes the superstar kid just like stares at the grass during the next match, and like, <laughs> and like he just tells all these incredible stories, and like the whole table livens up when he shows up. It's really interesting,
1: huh. and so like, he brought that Tom Dwan energy. He is the. He is the fun part of the D-Gen energy that, yes. that you experience if you play enough live poker, which I've, you know, I know guys like that who are the fun part of the D-Gen energy. And, you know, there's, a, there's downsides to those guys, you know? Yeah. There's, there's a very opaque period of Tom Dwan's life. We're not really sure what's going on, you know? And, and I think that's the downside of the D-Gen energy. I think it's big Dwan energy is what they call uh, it. Ah, yes, of course. <laughs> but it's a very fun energy to have at a poker table. The uh. type of guy who wants to gamble on five-year-olds playing soccer, that's fun. That's yeah. great
0: and wants to talk about it and talks about it well. Yeah. And it's interesting that he is who he is and never feels it never feels like at least in this the time I watched him this time, but in general too that he's especially like full of himself. He's never seemed full of himself. Yeah, and it, that's that's one of the things that makes him very likable yeah. and engaging even though he plays such an interesting him and, his,
1: him and his old friend, Phil Galphon both yeah. never seem full of themselves. I would
0: say the only time, or very early on, the first time Tom ever was on TV, he played in the National Heads Up Championship, and he played Phil Holmuth, actually. Oh, the, the one where Tom was like, that oh, was the standard call? with, Oh, uh, yeah, it was, it was aces against tens, like, on hand number three. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Tom gets it all in for, like, 150 blinds with two tens against Phil, and thinks a ten and wins. And Phil is, like, furious, and and Shauna Hyatt or whoever is like interviewing them both at the same time, and Phil is just calling them all these names and saying, you're never going to make it in poker, kid, and all this kind of stuff. And Tom just keeps saying, learn heads up, no, lo- no limit, hold them, Phil. I'll play you as much as you want for any amount you want for as long as you want. And while all those things are true to yeah. a large degree... There's a, there, it felt more egotistical there. But, you know, it was his first time on TV and, and Phil, Phil was Humphrey coming was at him. coming at him, yeah. Like on TV. And he's like
1: 22 years old probably. I
0: mean, I give him all, it's totally cool, yeah. you know. And But really since then, he like figured something out and stopped doing that. And yeah. that makes him, he went from being like this interesting sort of person to being like one of the more likable guys in poker. And also at the time anyway, this, the play style was so different than anything we'd really seen successfully. I mean, Tom was High Stakes Poker
1: Season 4 yes. and 5, right? Like, he was the reason
0: to watch. Yeah. To some degree, that was true here, too, where he came in, and uh, this hand happens, I think, pretty early on. I think he would only played, like, four or five hands. I think, I think this is hand number four since he sat down at the table, and he, I think he won the first three hands, and the first one he just three bets, like, 6-5 suited. And, this, you know, like, he just, like, playing a lot, and then suddenly we get into this hand, and uh, shit goes down. Suddenly, suddenly it's not a small pot anymore, is yeah. what I'll say.
1: Hey, by the way, Pavel Lynchitz suggested this on Twitter. Yes. We are the Poker Guys on Twitter. Yes. That's at 2 Poker Guys. If you want to suggest a hand, please include a link and timestamp it. Uh, Mitch Towner called me directly, so if you have my number, you can suggest a hand that (laughs) way. But if you don't, Twitter is a better way to do it. I was going to suggest this
0: hand because I saw it and thought it was a clear breakdown hand. But uh, I'm glad to see other people beat beat me to the punch. That's how I always want it to be, of
1: course. That means that they're doing the the work ahead of time.
0: Yeah. By the way, for all you out there who don't know what I'm referring to in terms of this, this match, if you go on YouTube... Uh, The the WPT channel on YouTube has two seven-hour, $200, $400 sessions with the likes of Dwan, all these people I'm talking about, right? Dwan, Dan Smith, um, Seaver, Jesse Sylvia. um, Some other really good players in the first one. um, Oh, Kristen Bicknell plays. Mm -hmm. uh, A lot of really Landon Tice plays in both of them. If that's an attraction for you, great. He's, uh, Uh,
1: he's, He's a hot name right now. Because it was Bill Perkins' thing. Because
0: Yeah, especially because they surrendered. Yeah. Which is, you know... I mean, I don't... if They, they obviously made a calculation. I don't know. I've never seen
1: a Landon Tyson. I assume he's good. He's certainly good, right?
0: He is not... Um, it doesn't feel like he's anywhere close to some of these, these guys I'm talking about, but it may not be fair also that... He has a look about him, which makes me, like, less inclined to root for him, too, which is not really... You know, he has, like... That's not fair. Long, wavy hair and all that kind of stuff, and sort of just like a particular... Like, he's a young kid, too, so he's got sort of like a a weird confidence that doesn't entirely work for me. So I think that maybe, yeah, So what I'm saying. It's not, it's not entirely fair. Um, that said, I would take like Dan Smith against him in a heads up match and all those players against him in a heads up match, but he's 22. Give him a break. Like he's still learning. He's only 22. Or maybe, okay. by the way, is he actually 22 or did we just say
1: that? I order? said, I, you said that. Well, I don't know how old he is. 22 he, was what I said Dwan probably was when he won that heads oh. match against Helmuth. And then you took that he and he applied, it to, you just applied it to anybody. <laughs> He's why probably not. 22. I'm going to look it up as we go. I'll take the over if you want. No, I don't know. Anything. I'll take over 24. Really? Yeah. God. Well, I, don't know, I don't know. I'm already there. Good, I'm already
0: there. I don't know if that's a good bet. He's 22. Oh, you should have stuck with your guns. I should have looked and then and, and said, I'll take but the But you're bet. not that guy. I, it sucks for me. You want to be a scammer? <laughs> I just want to win more. (laughs) Whatever it takes. I guess that makes me a scammer. Yeah. But I'm not a scammer because I didn't scam you. Or I'm playing the long game. And now everyone just heard me not scam you. So now I got them all lined up.
1: It's a very long game that you're playing. We've been hanging out for 11 years, I think, and Mm. doing this business together for almost seven. Yep. Long, long game. All it takes is one moment, though. Yeah, you just find that spot. You know, the it's turkey... Like the, it's the airline tickets play, man. The turkey... Get free airline tickets. <laughs>
0: <laughs> turkey really thinks that like this, this guy who is like feeding yeah, yeah. him, this it's is, incredible, this the is food... Not, this is
1: not the relationship that we have. You're not the farmer and
0: I'm the turkey. <laughs> and then every day the turkey's like, this guy loves me and takes care of me and wants How me to be my best. How are you taking care
1: of me the way the farmer takes care of a turkey?
0: <laughs> I didn't just scam you. And, oh, uh, that's the same thing. And yeah. right up
1: to the moment, the turkey gets his head cut off. You just were trying to find a place for that metaphor, I guess. No, I wasn't. Because that was not a correct place for the metaphor. It was a perfectly
0: fine place. It's the, law, you know, the, the, the farmer's playing the long game with the turkey. That's, Obviously, that's the best true. you can do. And that's not true. He's <laughs> not. The farmer's not playing any kind no. of game. The farmer's just like feeding the turkey because he's going to kill him. And he's it's like, not...
1: Once the turkey reaches the weight I want it yeah. to reach, I'm going to kill him. He's it. not
0: pretending yeah. anything else. The turkey just isn't smart enough to understand it, which comes back to oh, okay. everything I've... being correct. I guess it's fitting.
1: There, There's one of two options here for this metaphor. Yeah. Either it doesn't apply, or I'm not smart enough to understand how it applies. That those, sounds are right. al- those are the only two options. Yeah, yeah. Don't you think? Yep. Yep. Cool. Like, yeah. All right. Well, we can both agree on something.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess we can. Congratulations to us. Bawk, balk. <laughs> all right.
1: I don't think turkeys bawk. It anyway. doesn't matter.
0: Turkeys don't make sounds.
1: No, they gobble. They're,
0: they're silent. They gobble. <laughs> no, no. <they're laughs> gobble,
1: gobble, gobble. No, no. That's, that's a turkey. That,
0: that's an uh, old wives tale. Turkeys are, are completely silent. You can't say old wives' tale anymore. Oh, it's an old spouse's tale. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm sure you can say I know, I know.
1: Yeah, anyway, <laughs> I can see that being the thing, though, where you can't say it anymore. <laughs> like, it's possible. Oh, yeah, I guess that's
0: that not, not crazy. Another thing
1: we can agree on is yeah. that it's nice to see Tom Dwan playing cash game. Oh,
0: hard. it's great. And this hand is just one of the many reasons why it's great. This is a fun hand that most players, I don't think, would get in as deeply as he ends up getting into. So he even has some of the tough decisions. Like, I think most players would have... Bailed sooner than he bails, like bail like on the flop or the turn. And, uh, you know,
1: to spoil it a little bit more, yeah. something that's different than a lot of Tom Dwan hands that we've done in the past is he's not the one pushing the action right. in this hand, which often he is the one pushing the action. Yep. So that's kind of fun and interesting, too. Yeah. Let's get to it. Okay. 200 to 400. Duan has $58,000 in front of him on the button. Folds to him. He's got nine, 10 off. Nine of spades, 10 of clubs. He raises to 1.2K. Yep. Standard stuff. Jake Daniels is in the big blind, small blind folds. Jake Daniels has 71K. Best guess, he's a wealthy amateur who plays a lot of poker. Likes to splash around a lot.
0: We're not totally sure. Yeah. Uh, he plays in a lot of the high roller stuff. Um, he's clearly playing really big here. Kind he of with smashed these under the
1: scene as far as results just within the last two years.
0: Um, it's hard to know how, like, like if he really belongs at this table or not beyond the, the pay, being able to make the payroll part right. of it. Um, but I will say, he doesn't feel like wildly out of place like the way... Like when Bill Perkins would sit down right. or anything. Nothing like that watching him play. Like he feels like he could be, he might be a semi-pro or even like a pro level. Like even like high-end high, high end pro
1: level. It's it's not impossible. My quick hit, which may not be fair to Jake, yeah, is that he's a guy who can cause you some problems by being at the table. But ultimately, if you are Tom Dwan or Jesse Silva, like the money will come your way yeah. eventually. That
0: is overall my hit as well. There was something in watching... This seven hours, and then there was another seven-hour one as well that WTPT put out within a few days of each other. That once in a while, the the best players would make sort of plays that I sort of didn't think were possible, you know, where they would make certain folds or certain checkbacks and things like that that I just wouldn't really occur to me to make. And they were all they were right, some really crazy percentage of the time. And so there's like a there's like such deep levels to, to these guys, you know, the, the people at the very, very top. And I don't know that Jake is at that level. And that's okay. not a put down on him. It's really more a compliment to everyone else.
1: Right. All right. Well, here he is in the big blind. He's got 8-5 off, 71K. He's going to call. Eight of diamonds, five of hearts. Fine. Can't be, can't be bad against Tom Dwan's button range. Yeah. This, you could actually fold if you wanted to. Yeah, you could. But whatever. It's fine. $3,000 in the pot after whatever else is in the pot besides these raise and call. We don't really know. It's small blind plus, I guess, an ante or something. Mm-hmm. The flop is seven of hearts, deuce of diamonds, nine of diamonds. So, Dwan flops top pair, and Daniels flops a uh, bad gut shot with the eight five seven nine Seven, nine, deuce. He is the only diamond in the hand with the eight of diamonds. Mm-hmm. Daniels is going to check. I don't think leading against Dwan makes too much sense here. No, not against Dwan. I mean, you could
0: do it sometimes, but... I mean, it's okay to do it. I think it's okay to lead, but mostly you're going to check, and... Like Dwan's going to check back a lot, you would think, and I don't know if I don't, I, I, I don't know if Dwan is, and with this hand maybe specifically he isn't, but like a lot of good players are going to check back on this board, right?
1: Dwan's going to bet. Not much to say there. No, he's got top pair, so he does. He bets one point eight into three K. Okay. Before we talk about what Daniels does, I want to um, I want to sort of confess something. It's not really a confession, but like we talk about on this podcast, how we go into these hands without knowing what our ideas are about this. But when Mitch Towner called me about this hand, he said, give me your short breakdown on the hand. So I have some thoughts already about what's about to happen. And,
0: and, and I'll say this, because I watched this hand myself like a few days ago and wrote down, like, we should break it down. I thought, and I thought a lot about it, too. So I have a lot of fairly concretized ideas. Now, we'll see if they clash with each other. Yeah. That happens. And, uh, and then maybe one guy will convince the other guy or maybe not. We'll see.
1: All right. So Daniels is going to race. Yeah. Raises to six point seven k. Okay. Let's talk about the idea of raising before we talk about the sizing. Okay? Great. Right. I think this is spewy. Already? Yes. Okay. Cool. I How come? I, uh, there's a couple of reasons that that kind of go with each other. One is that this is a very draw heavy board. It's very easy for Duan to put you on a draw. There's two diamonds. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of straight draws available, including the one Daniels has. Yeah. I think if we're raising this hand, we're probably raising too many draws. Oh, see, that's interesting. I don't know if I agree with you on that. You actually. want to raise the bad draws instead I want to, of the good ones? I want to raise the, the worst
0: draws. I'm much more apt to raise the really bad draws. This, this strong, is like the worst Strong draw.
1: disagree against this opponent out of position.
0: Strong? Okay. Well, out of position is I think we're, we're more apt to want to raise, right? Not less apt.
1: Yeah, I think that in a way that's true. Okay. Um, but uh, when Dwan has position, he's not going to give up the way that a lot of players will give up I mean, a lot of the time. I certainly agree with you that like
0: he's like, I remember Daniel Coleman calling check raises from Daniel Negreanu and I don't know if it was tournaments or cash. It was was a cash game. I think where he had like seven, nine and like flopped like a it was the pop was like a seven, four. No, this was,
1: this was the, um, the big one for one drop. Oh, was it? Yeah.
0: Okay. And Daniel, like check raises a bad ace. Yeah. And, um, and we're always like, how can, you know, game theory disaster. And then Daniel Coleman calls and, like, calls the turn. Right. You know, and it's like, not game theory disaster. Daniel knows what he's doing. Um, so, yes, Dwan is stickier. The, the idea is that Dwan is, you have to believe Dwan's betting a fair amount on this board with air for this to be a good play, clearly, right? The other thing, by the way, I just want to point out is while it is a draw-heavy board, we can rep, we have an eight of diamonds in our hand, which I assume we're going to rep diamonds if a diamond comes.
1: Sure. I mean, that's a future plan. Diamonds don't come that often, not all the time, you know? Like, well,
0: between the diamonds and the gut shot, you know, we're going to, that, that's going to be about a third of the time one of them is going to come I in. I really want to
1: choose better. More than that. I, I, I feel like we can choose hands with more equity. Like, we well, don't sure. have to continue with all of our gut shots in a check. In a we can call with this hand and we can fold this hand. Those are both fine to me. Just give me Jack 10 instead. It's so oh, much. Oh, well, yeah. It's like,
0: Jack 10 is, is an easier call,
1: though. Like, right? okay, got how the many, over cards. I, I disagree. I think if we're going to have check raises on this board, yeah. we want to have decent equity when we get called against a player like Tom Dwan because he's going to make high level decisions and it's going to be tough to get him to fold anything made most of the time. I think I want more yeah. equity in general.
0: I, I totally agree with you on this board. If he has a pair, he's not going to fold. If he has a pair, if he has ace deuce, he's not going to fold. Like, right. I agree with you.
1: And we, so like, but he doesn't have that many pairs, does he? He has enough. It's 9-7 deuce. I mean, it's not a super connected thing. He's got enough value that I think it's problematic, and I I don't like the amount of value that we have. There's no made straights or flushes. Mm -hmm. The two-pair combos are not super coordinated. That is is a problem, the the lack of two-pair combos. If we're check-raising with all of our gut shots, which I have an inkling that Daniels is, that is too many hands.
0: See, I think Daniels is more apt to call with jack ten. And not check raise that because he's got more equity. So like because I don't think you can actually even check call this hand. Like eight five, I mean.
1: Because it's not for good. For one enough. point,
0: it's out of position, it's just not good enough, I think. For in position we can do it because now if Duan checks the turn, we can take shots. But like it's so hard for us to ever win this hand. Um as a bluff yeah right i mean it's possible and can go check check we can fire the river he can fold but that's asking a lot it's possible of course but it's asking a lot that's not the way to that's not the way to make money i think so i think we either have to fold or raise here i don't think we can call when we have this little equity but jack 10 with overcards and a draw to the nuts we can sometimes raise but i think we can very reasonably call because jacks and tens are likely good too we've got a lot more cards that are working for us
1: that's i, I that's fair i I just prefer to have a little bit more equity. Maybe it's not Jack-10 specifically. Give me an overcard at least. Give me 10-6 instead. Like, yeah. give me some help here. That I don't want to be in a pot against Tom Dwan check-raising with eight high on this board and just a gut shot. It's too much. Like, when he can easily read the board and see that there's so many draws and not that many made hands. Mm-hmm. It Again, feels like it's spewing money over time. I'm just saying, if, if
0: Tom has King Jack, he's folding anyway, right? Yes, but is he c-betting? That is a fair question. And because th- this is a board where you'd expect some levels of checkbacks, yes, right? Absolutely. Now, he does he does open on the button which is going to be wider. So he's going to ha- he's going to hit this board more than if he opened in middle position. Mm-hmm. But still you'd expect a fair amount of checkbacks because of course this is all over Jake's range. Yeah. So that is that is the one thing that makes me question the raise and and fall a little bit on your side of it, right? Um but I think being out of position is more of a reason to raise. I
1: think if we want to continue in the hand raising is really the only way to do it. I mean I guess that might be true. I'm fine with just folding then. That's like, fine. We have so many draws that we can yeah. have. Let's I have diamond mo- draws instead. I think mostly we should fold. I uh, agree. But, you know, like
0: I, I, like I said, I assume we're repping all diamonds that come in as well. So we think with, we add the fold equity, which is going to be some. If Juan folds 25% of the time, plus another you know 35% of the time, a diamond comes in and we can get him to fold, or we actually make our straight. And then we don't care what he does. I mean, obviously, we'd like his money, but whatever. Like, you, that's more than half the time. Like, we're doing okay. It's not the end of the world. Swan probably falls more than 25% of yeah. the time anyway. To
1: be clear, I don't have such a strong opinion as it seems on this. Okay. Like, it's just that I feel like he's probably doing it with too many hands. And this, okay. this is
0: an exemplary of that. That is not in- necessarily incorrect. Um, and I do know that Duan and Daniels have history with each other. Isn't like, Duan has no idea who this guy is. Yeah. So if Daniels has, is, is too spewy in spots, Duan's more apt to know that. He might be less apt to bet this board without having a hand that he can call at least more of the time than normal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that would change it all a little bit, right? Yeah. Um, so I don't know if that's true or not about Jake. But the things we know about Jake from previous hands are that he's – like, from way back one because we did two of them with against Jason Kuhn, right? Yeah. And he was at least pretty damn spewy in one of them. Yep. Right? And it worked out, but still, he was pretty damn spewy. He was.
1: Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the sizing. Okay. If you decide to raise, what do you think about the sizing to 6.7 over 1.8? Um, it feels big to me. Me too. I don't know why we need to make it so much. Right. I feel like there's not going to be a huge difference in Duan's calling range if we make it 5K. I agree completely. We could
0: probably make it 4.3, and it's probably more or less the same to Dwan, right? Yeah. Like... He's in position. He's, if he's got, you know, if he's got overs and wants to call, he's probably calling maybe maybe 6.7 folds out Queen Jack and does and 4.3 doesn't. But five probably does. I would think five does. So, yeah, I, this does seem a little bit pricey and feels a little more desperate as a result. Now, as long as he's sizing his monsters this way, too, it's not that bad. It
1: probably is. But I would still. prefer it all
0: to be five anyway. Right. Yeah. Let, let's like, why are you sending a, uh, a tank to do a rubber band's job? Like, let the rubber band do the rubber band's job. Yeah. Right. Send the 5K in there.
1: Send, yeah. Anyway, Duan has a very easy easy decision with top pair here against a player like this. I mean, you're
0: like, well, I'm losing all value already, but look at this board and look at this player, and obviously we're not folding.
1: And Duan blocks the value. He has a nine.
0: That is really helpful. I think you really
1: prefer already
0: to have a nine than like jacks here. Absolutely, of course. Yeah, because like you block nine seven, you block nine deuce suited.
1: Yeah, easily better hand to have right right now. Um, So Duan does call. Easy peasy. Easy peasy, no problemy me. Just like signing up for Nitrogen when you use the link in the description of this podcast. Yes. It is very easy. Just a username and a password. Nothing else. That's it. You're in there. And if you use the link that grants you access to our monthly tournament, tell them about it.
0: It's amazing. They always uh, guarantee significantly more money than could ever be in the pot because they cap the player pool, of 300 players. They guarantee, is it 50 millibits these days? Yeah, that's correct. So, you know, that's pretty good. That's like $2,500. The most that can ever be in the player pool is like a third of that thirty <laughs> percent of that in fact is the is the answer, so seven hundred fifty dollars is the most that can ever be the player pool could have done themselves. so they're putting in almost two thousand dollars of free money in Bitcoin every single time, minimum minimum, sometimes a lot more. yeah,
1: it's sick, yo, it is quite ill <laughs> yeah. They also have sports betting, casino games, and if you make some money on there, you get it out fast, 90 minutes or less, they don't mess around with your money. Get on nitrogen, get you some poker. Get you some of that poker. Do it, just like Tom Dwan. Yep, big Dwan energy. Yes, big Dwan energy. 16.4K in the pot now. Daniel's check raised out of the big blind with 8.5 on the 7-deuce-9, 2-diamond board. Dwan is called with top pair, 9-10. Turn is the four of spades. Pretty much never changes anything. Unless Dwan has 9-4 suited or something, or 7-4 suited. Yep, that seems correct. That should not help Jake Daniels in any way, right? Yeah.
0: It's really hard to... I guess he could have made a pair with his diamond draw, but that wouldn't affect Tom Dwan. Right. I guess, unless Jake Daniels had 7-4 of, of diamonds exactly, but whatever.
1: Okay, here's my big question here. Yo. Um, we, did, we didn't love the sizing that Daniels chose for the check raise, but that is what he did. He made it 6.7K. Duan decided to call despite that sizing being so big. This is a nothing card. Does that mean we should give up as Daniels with basically no equity? Mm. Like we probably have to hit our straight to win at this point. The question is, okay, we, I, I believe, and I
0: think you agree with this based on something you said earlier in the show, that Duan is calling with any pair.
1: Yes. So I don't I'm not sure if he's betting a deuce on the flop. Fair enough. Or he a pocket be. pair under sevens. He might be be denying equity with those hands, He might be. That's not crazy. Yeah, but there's a chance he's checking it back. That's true.
0: Okay. Um, But so he's got some sevens, some deuces, all the nines that he can have. Yeah. um, Because we think he's probably betting those pretty much always, right? Over pairs, some draws. Yeah. He's got some draws, too, for sure, right? He's got probably... Flush draws. Yep. Open uh, enders, jack 10. I think that's exactly right. Um, Okay. So what's folding if we make a significant bet? Okay. The sevens and the deuces I think are folding. Hopefully.
1: Like the deuces are folding. Probably the deuces. I think the deuces are the biggest checkback candidate on yep. the flop.
0: If so there if there's one, that's probably the deuces. That's true. But you know, we see people mostly if protect Dwan, equity. If Dwan
1: days. has been playing with Daniels a lot, he might be calling with the sevens. I don't know, you just may be calling with too many hands then. Maybe not against Daniels. Maybe. Maybe.
0: Let's if we're okay, but we could price out some of the draws on the turn yeah right. that has a lot of value Dwan probably has a lot of draws here. well, we block the open enders, so that doesn't help us well it's that's true, so we're like we're so jack ten we can we can probably bet it in a way so we can at least get jack ten to
1: fold, but obviously we need more than that yeah um diamonds I mean diamonds that have anything else going on are not folding no that's correct not not diamonds are not folding both of those things are true um
0: Tom did open the Button. Button. So he can have a lot of other kinds of diamonds that don't have anything else going on, right? He can have the... Queen, you know, the, six. The, yeah, the ten, five of diamonds type stuff or whatever. Yeah. So that's good. Um, so we're, so we're going to fold out some things. Are we going to fold out enough that, it's, that we should continue is the question.
1: I think when we take a hand like this and check raise big, we have to have some cards that we don't continue on. Agreed. And this might be one of those cards because it's a nothing card.
0: Yeah, I I think
1: I completely agree with you
0: here. I think even an ace is a much better continue for us because we could have the nut flush draw at least then. Sometimes. And like, Todd may just talk himself into folding some of his pairs now. I guess. Um, It wouldn't be crazy. And then he may also talk himself into like, when we continue on the ace, like, uh, maybe I should fold some of my diamonds now. More of my diamonds now too because maybe I'm just drawing almost dead or completely dead, I guess, if an ace comes. Uh, Because it did. Yeah, I I think you're right. I think this is where, like, having more equity on the flop, if we were to check raise, enables us to continue more on the turn. This nothing card with the hand we have and Dwan calling and this card never helping us ever. Yeah, it's a problem. Really problematic. And so, like, what are we really targeting? I mean, we're targeting the things like... We're targeting the draws
1: and hands worse than nines. Pairs worse than nines. Which I'm really not sure we're going to fold out a seven. I'm not sure. And, like... Dwan's made hands are combinatorially heavily weighted towards nines and sevens, not like versus overpairs, which overpairs are going to be less comfortable than nines and sevens calling because mm. nines and sevens block all of the hands that you want to block. Yeah, so this is all a problem.
0: Oh, overpairs are probably going to end up calling anyway. They though, are because it's a wet enough as, board. But they're
1: not as good of calls. Right, right.
0: But but it's a wet enough board. Yeah. But I, I agree with you. They're not as good as a call okay so i think i agree with you that daniel should give up yeah like okay we took a shot we made it big he called anyway he actually has something forget it like that's fine i can just get out right now sometimes it's gonna go check check by the way and i can take a shot on the river or improve on the river like these things happen yeah but it's okay if we just check fold here it's not the end of the world
1: Right, I think a really important factor here is the sizing that Daniels chose on the flop. Like, right. when that's unsuccessful, and we know that we tried to generate as much fold equity as we really could, and this card doesn't change anything, it's like, well, I don't think we have any fold equity now. Like, it doesn't really feel... Like, like maybe, we, maybe we can fold out 15 to 20% of the range that got here, but it doesn't feel like it's enough. Not an,
0: it's not, clearly not enough, right? Because yeah. we're not going to bet an amount that's going to make that make sense for us right. from a mathematical point of view. And let's also remember that Tom Dwan's been playing in the biggest games in Macau. So he's playing with, for much bigger stakes right. than this. He's used to playing for much, much bigger stakes. No, we're not going to scare Tom. Exactly. Jordan. We're not going to cow him with the money. So that's not great either. Like, yeah. Now, I don't know how many players at this table you can cow with the money, but he may be the worst candidate of yeah. anyone to take a shot at with like, I'm going to just make it a big size and then he'll fold. Like He may literally be the worst candidate in the room. Yep. He probably is.
1: Well, as you can all probably tell, Daniels is going to bet.
0: Of course he is. Let's, so this feels like a mistake. Yes. This feels spewy.
1: And actually, I take issue with the sizing here as well. This was part of of my conversation with Mitch. Uh, He bets 10.3K into 16.4K. I think plan A should be give up. I think plan B should be bet much Much smaller. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! All right. Nailed it. All right. So why smaller? Because I think uh, we we can preserve fold equity for the river. I think by the river, if we actually triple barrel, we may sometimes get them to fold even if we bet small here. Um, And I think... He's going to decide similarly against small sizes and big sizes. Now, not it's not going to be completely binary. But, like, how big do you want to bet? Like, 18K? No, 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 no,
0: no. I want to bet, though, like, if he's got a bunch of draws... He doesn't have a bunch of draws. He has some draws. We blocked the draws. Okay, well, those are the things... Oh, we do block the draws. That's true. But still, those are the, one of the things we're primarily trying to fold out is the draws, right? Yes. So, like, we need to bet an amount that the draws are definitely going to fold almost all the time. I don't know that ten point three into sixteen point four is going to do it. It's ten point three to win, like twenty seven thousand in position. He may have like he probably has at least an overcard or more going on. I just don't know that's I would like to bet more if we're if we're going to try and get those things to fold. I want to yeah, bet more. I'm
1: concerned that betting more is. Unlikely to fold out his made hands, which he's very heavy with. I think I think he's more likely to fold out a
0: seven if we make it twelve or twelve five than ten three. I just do. I don't. I, th- I don't I think, think it's
1: folding for either size, and so I prefer to if we're going to bet, which I don't want to do. I no, w- me either. I wanna no, 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 we
0: we're, we're both want to give up. To I want to bet like five k. I feel like five k does nothing for me. Like I don't know what that. Like we're not folding out anything with five k, right? So what are we doing? We're, we're preserving the chance to bluff the river. Yeah, basically. But why?
1: Why are we betting at all? Okay, like, you're I'd rather... you're just saying you didn't want to bet,
0: so now you want to yeah. bet as little as possible yeah. because you didn't want to bet. Yeah. Okay. Since we have to bet, we're forced to bet. I want to bet more so I actually get some fold equity because I feel like five k doesn't get me any fold equity. Why am I doing it? Might as well bet one thousand. Yeah.
1: Okay. Like he's called Bet one thousand. Right,
0: like let's bet. Let's bet four hundred. I'm serious. Like there's. I, there's all right. Maybe this is the answer. Bet, okay.
1: Min bet. Okay.
0: I was I wasn't really serious, but now if let's we're talk not going to check,
1: it. let's min bet. Right. Like, Dwan's not always going to raise... He's not going to raise a nine when we men bet, probably.
0: No, 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 no. So I, we actually do get so. to
1: draw at the right price.
0: And then we can put in a big bet on the river if we want to or yeah. not based on what the river card is and what we how we size yeah. up Duan and how we're feeling this morning. Right. That is actually, way be- to me, way better than betting 10, 10K. Maybe, I like betting 400 way better than 10K. Maybe we
1: should pull a Vieira here, which is mm-hmm. uh, to to do the math and actually figure out the exact price you need to draw... For the river.
0: I mean, it's one out of eleven. It's nine percent. Okay, so let's bet nine percent of the pot. Okay, the pot has how much in it? Sixteen thousand. Yeah. So we bet like yeah, we bet like fourteen hundred dollars. Fourteen, fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. Okay, I like that way more than five thousand. I like that way more than yeah. ten thousand. So
1: we get to we can bet fold and it's fine equity wise, and we get to draw for the correct price for our terrible draw. I prefer checking to this, but if we're going to bet, I think we should do that.
0: It's such a weird play, especially on this wet board to bet that tiny. Yeah. It looks like you have a draw and you're trying to get there really cheap, right? Now, because these guys are so high level, though, and Jake is, he may be spewy, but he's, all, but he's yeah. not an idiot. Uh, Duan may like, be like, it can't be as obvious as that. Right. Though, right? And so it's hard to raise that. Yeah. Especially if for Duan's hand, it's impossible yeah. to raise, I think.
1: I'd prefer just to check give up, but if we're...
0: I know, but we're forced to bet. Yeah. Okay. Well, I like, I think 1500 is cool. I like a bigger size much better than 5,000. That's fair. I don't like a bigger size at all, though. Okay, if I have to pick between 1,500 and and 12,000, I think I could be talking to 1,500. Because now, if we can bet the the exact amount where we actually can draw pure and we're going to bluff diamonds, which we are, we're definitely going to bluff diamonds. Oh, now I'm loving this. Now it's cheap. We're getting the right price to actually continue anyway. We preserve fold equity for the river. I think we only bluff on diamonds, or maybe an, uh, some other amazing river card. Maybe if the nine pairs, we
1: decide to go for it because it reduces the combos that the one can call with. Mm.
0: No, just because then like we scare over pairs, and that's a bad idea. No, 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 no. F- forget that diamonds, and we get there. I think are the only things. So like you know, twenty five percent of the time we actually get to uh, bet the river. Yeah, but we only bet fifteen hundred to get to the river, mo- and most of the time he's not going to be able to raise us. And by the way, if he raises us, we're only up fifteen hundred. We shouldn't be in this fucking hand anyway at this yeah. point, right? So. I like this. I like we could probably bet, if we're going to bet 1500 let's bet 1000. Let's actually get a let's let's give ourselves a good price. Like we ma- we make money. We make money by betting 1000 and him calling. 1150 is the right
1: price. <laughs> okay. We're going for
0: 1150. All right. Less than less than 9% though. That way yeah. we're, you know, that's incredible. We're paying eight percent. We're paying eight percent to get nine percent. Like a, what a deal!
1: What an arbitrage. I mean, you know, this is one of the ways to make money in poker for sure. All right. Anyway, Daniel's bet's ten point three k. Right. Which feels like just the size that he thought he was supposed to bet. And
0: yeah, uh, I, I guess I agree with you now that we're here. You know, he's doing it in real time. Yeah. He doesn't have time to I'm think. I'm not about saying it.
1: that I could think of all these things yeah. while I'm playing. Right.
0: I'm, you, you, you. We both would have checked given up. I think. Yeah. Had I decided to bet, I would have bet bigger. But if I was going to bet small, I love this idea and want to do this now and bet, bet 1200 or
1: or 1000 or something. I still think check, give up is the best idea. I think
0: it's clearly the best
1: idea. All right. We don't need to talk much about what Dwan does because obviously he calls. Like, how well, could you do anything but call here?
0: Okay. Well, hold on. Like, you make it sound like it's so obvious. Yeah. It's $10,000 more. Uh-huh. He continues. That's new data, right? It's like... Shouldn't we at least think about it for a second? Go like, ahead
1: and think about it and find a fold. No, I can't. Of course yeah. I can't.
0: No, I know. But at the time, when he bet 10000 I remember thinking, like, this is a big inflection point in the hand. Because Duan takes a while before he calls. Well, that could also be to encourage bluffs on the river. I understand. I understand. It, but in some ways, it feels like a pretty big inflection point where Duan calling here doesn't commit him to calling all rivers or anything close to it. But... I mean, he's going to have to call a fair amount of rivers now, right? Because yeah. he has top pair, and it's pretty good. And it's the same situation. It's a it's a reasonable bluff catcher.
1: It's totally fine to be in that situation, though, against a player like this. Yes, I agree. So I think he's supposed to call, but it's not comfortable in any way, right? No, and I think
0: against Johnny Chan, you can fold sometimes. I mean, we probably fold the flop against Johnny yeah,
1: Chan. Yeah, Probably. Unless
0: Probably. we see Johnny... Oh, Johnny's actually raising draws? Yeah. Okay, I, I call Well, if it's, like a 25, I call
1: 50, it if it's a 25-50 game, you call Johnny Chan because he's really spewy in those. But it, the higher stakes, he's super tight. Yeah. So...
0: Remember Phil Locke, like, bet snap folding a sevens, sevens full? full? Yeah, yeah. When Johnny had aces full? Yeah. Yeah, and it's just, like, so easy for Phil. And he's like, I was bluffing. Yeah. And, like, didn't even want to tell... Like, everyone else in the world turns their hand over and falls. Yeah. It feels so cool. Yes. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, so... I agree, Tom does have to call here, but only because of the player type he's up against. I think it's really important. There's a lot of player types you are... Like you're, you're sort of forced to call the flop, and you have to fold the turn against a lot of these guys. Perhaps.
1: I don't know. I think maybe a nine falls into the calling range, because especially when we don't have a diamond in our hand, we, mm. we unblock diamonds, and yeah. we block all of the value. Yeah. Like we could, I'd rather fold over pairs than nines against those guys.
0: Yeah, maybe you're right. I'm just trying to think, like, da- like the dance miss of the world, when the four comes off... Aren't going to continue with a lot of their range. That's the thing. Like a lot of players are are not going to are going to need to continue. They're going to
1: continue with diamonds probably. Yeah.
0: And the open enders they may continue with too. And like the Jack Ten of Diamonds, of course. Yeah, you're right. Stuff and maybe even just Jack 10. They may just continue with because like what else are they going to do with it?
1: Those that's a tougher spot, but it's not that tough against Daniels. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. So anyway, Don Duan pretty much has to call. I agree with you. But he does. Yeesh. And he does. So he calls. Pot's 37K now, which yep. is about what Duan has back. I mean maybe that's why Daniel's bet 10-3. He's like, yeah. I want to set up a pot size. I, I think
0: that is what's going on.
1: Which is not really enough of a reason to, to choose a size.
0: I don't think Duan is gonna make decisions as much based on that stuff as like other humans. Like yeah. I think if you bet much more or much less, you can still shove the river and it's gonna have a similar impact right. as shoving the pot. If it's you know, if it's eighty percent of the pot. Or 1.3 times the pot. I think it's all the same to Dwan. Yeah. Like, Dwan doesn't
1: care. So, not really, I think. All right. The Rivers, the queen of clubs. Okay. This is another nothing card. It is really a nothing card. Daniels could have queen X of diamonds, I guess. Okay, sure. If he had queen X of diamonds,
0: well, what do we think he would do? That's a good question. I, I have a very clear answer. You think he would check? He would for sure check when Dwan calls the check raise. Dwan has a lot of overpairs yeah. now. Yeah. Um, and Dwan also has a lot of draws that missed that, you know, like you want to check to and give him a chance to bluff. You don't, you don't want to get
1: snap called. Dwan could also have the queen axe of diamonds. if it's ace queen of diamonds. That's true. Maybe king queen of diamonds.
0: Dwan might be also like going with those hands a little more aggressively.
1: True. At least some of the time on the flop. Right. Or even the turn. All right. So here's the big question. Yeah. As Daniels, should you bet? I mean, we got here. We don't really like his aggressive action so far, but now that we're here, should we do it? And if so, is it an all-in? Is it a smaller bet? What are we doing?
0: Okay. Okay. Let's start with should we bet?
1: What do we think Dwan
0: has? So let's like figure out what are we going to target if we bet?
1: Okay. Um, he's got the overpairs. He's got yeah. He's got tens. He's got jacks. He's got all of the combos that include a nine in his range. He's never folding those, and he's always and he's never raising them on the flop or the turn.
0: Correct. Um, he had. I mean, if we got very unlucky, he's got queen, queen, queen. Yeah. He's got aces. He's got kings. He's got um, some draws, although, he, honestly, because it was a pot size ship for him on the turn, he might take, like, the king, queen of diamonds and shove that on the turn might, a lot. He might. A lot.
1: He's got, so he's got some diamond draws left, but not a ton.
0: Right. Like, yeah. he, like his draws are not that plentiful. He's going to fold or, or shove those. The shove is perfectly sized yeah. for him to make on the turn. I think he's just going to make it a lot. Yeah. Um, so we're not going to successfully fold that draw. So we really have to target made hands. Yeah. And the main hands are usually a few sevens. I still think he's folding some sevens. You don't think so, but yeah. okay.
1: Maybe he folds those now, though.
0: Right. Um, nines and over pairs. Yeah. like That's what we're targeting. And and the and the occasional ace queen of diamonds, exactly. Right. Which he decides to call the turn because he's got ace high, and he thinks like, you know, I can't fold this hand, but shoving feels I really don't love bad. that
1: we block both draw types as... Daniels, even though Dwan might shove those on the turn. Sometimes yeah. he might not like those yeah. are the hands that we would like to be in his range a little bit, at least.
0: I mean, I think we really at this point don't think he's got to draw like so we, sure. we block it, but like it's mostly But like, there's still a chance, right? Yeah, no, but like I think we're really if, if we decide to go for it, we're going to be targeting like jacks and stuff like that. I think that's the kind of stuff should we're we? doing.
1: So I guess the question is, right. should we do that? Right. That's the question. Okay. What
0: value do we have as Jake Daniels? Well, if 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 he's got jacks and we're shoving for value, it's two what pair do we have plus all day? But let's figure out what the two-pair plus are, because it's like pocket deuces I think he can have.
1: It's it's all of the flopped two pairs that Daniels calls with preflop, and maybe he calls nine-deuce off. I'm not sure. No, come on. So He does Okay, so nine-deuce suited, seven-deuce suited. Do we yep. think he has those? I, I think we can give him those. I'm actually not 100%, but let's assume he has those. I think most people have those. All right, so there's three combos of nine-deuce suited, two combos of seven-deuce suited. There's pocket uh, deuces. That's three more. There's nine combos of nine-seven. Okay. Yeah. So... That's like eighteen combos
0: or so, or so right? Yeah. Total. Is there anything else that makes any sense that for value that we could have? I, I don't guess we think could have so. a set of
1: sevens or a set of nines, but sometimes those are three bets pre flop. They're
0: almost always three bets pre flop, yeah. um, especially in these games. Like I've been, watch- I watched them. Okay. okay, there's no way Jake is just calling with nine nine or uh, really seven seven pre almost ever. Okay, so from then, the Dwan button, then over. we don't
1: have a ton of value because we don't we don't have queen nine. We're not check no, raising that never.
0: We don't have ace queen suited because we were the three bet that pre. Um, so we can't have the ace, queen of diamonds is what I'm saying.
1: So we're not telling a good story. No. All the draws missed, which Juan can easily put us on if he has a made hand. Could we be the coolest guy ever and
0: somehow actually have like queen, ten of diamonds? And just... We're shoving... I mean, it's super thin to shove that. Though. I just don't think we would. I just don't buy it.
1: No, I don't think we would. But even if we are, there's not that many combos like that. Right. It doesn't add that many combos to our range. Yeah. Yeah. So I think... I think we should not bet. I think uh, it's really problematic for us that all the draws missed. Like we have to either hit a draw or rep a draw. Right, repping a made hand is not a good idea when Duan has a lot of nines in his range to block the made hands. Mm -hmm.
0: Right now, of course, we don't know that as Jake Daniels that he's got a nine in his hand, but
1: but we can assume that that's a a decent part of his range when he
0: goes call call. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I was thinking when I watched this in real time that Jake Daniels was putting him on an overpair. Okay, you can, you can
1: assume that. I think that's a wrong assumption, considering combinatorially how many more nines Dwan has and that he would play them mm-hmm. all exactly like this. That's fair. Like, he has 9-6 off, probably, right? I
0: wonder if Jake thinks he's able to fold out a nine more of the time on the
1: tr- the turn. Well, that would be a very bad assumption. Yeah. but Based, I w- yeah. based on all of our analysis. Yeah. And all, obviously, Dwan calling. Um, I think if we're going to bet, once again, I don't want to do what Daniels does, which is move in. He moves in for 39K. I think we're gonna get a a relatively binary result betting yes. twelve to fifteen k versus thirty nine k.
0: I think fifteen to twenty is the most we ever. I think twenty is the most we ever need to bet. I think fifteen might might be awesome. Like all these numbers are gonna fold out any draws that are out there anyway, yeah. which we really want to fold. Right. Uh, and a nine or pocket jacks. I mean, they are getting better price to call. Trump, they're probably. public does care about probably that. Calling
1: anyway, <laughs>
0: honestly. <laughs> And then of course that they probably are calling anyway, and we have the eight of diamonds. Yeah. And maybe they wouldn't have called the turn very much like they would have raised or folded. Like this goes back to like we probably shouldn't bet at all. Right. Yeah. We should probably give up again. Right. Probably. That said, if Duan just has one pair, it's not like it's free and easy to call one pair, you know? It's not at all. If right? he
1: if he got here with a seven, it gets tough.
0: I think he's gotta fold a seven.
1: Because you have to fold something. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think so. In fact, like a nine isn't, like, a lot of his nines he may have to fold, too, because he may not get here with all the sevens. I
1: kind of disagree against Daniels. Let's talk about it. Okay. I think a nine is among the best hands to call with.
0: Because a it, blocks, nine, a, it
1: blocks nine, seven. Yeah. And nine, deuce. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's, that is a great point. Any nine without a diamond is maybe the best hand to call with, except yeah. for super good made hands, like yeah. a set of queens. Yeah. Um, actually, I would disagree slightly.
0: I don't think it's just any hand any nine without a diamond. I think it's any nine without a diamond without a straight blocker. Okay, he does have a straight blocker yeah. with a ten. Um, the ten is a little problematic in that way, but but the diamond is a bigger deal, much bigger deal for sure. And there's other because there are other straight kind of combos as we see. Yeah, that could be out there that don't involve a ten at all. Um, but yeah, okay, I I totally agree with you that you'd rather have a nine than Jacks. We already talked about this yeah. like earlier in the in the hand anyway. It's interesting because this goes this goes back to distribution, right? right. Where Nine, really? You want to have like King Nine without yep. a diamond in your hand? is like the perfect hand to have here, right? Right. Funny enough, because you don't block anything, and you except the except value.
1: Yeah, you only block value. You unblock draws.
0: Right. That's way better than pocket aces here. Yeah, and that's funny, yeah. but clearly true.
1: Worse than pocket queens because pocket queens is the nuts. But well, yeah. of course.
0: Um, but like, and because aces and the nine, of course, perform exactly the same against the value range. Yeah. Because yep. it's
1: a polarized range at this point. So honestly, like, do you want to take some time? I think this is actually a relatively easy call with his hand. I mean, <laughs> I don't necessarily agree that it's
0: actually an easy call, but I will say, as Duan was thinking, I was like, Duan's going to call. He doesn't have a diamond, and what value does Jake have? That's what I remember thinking the whole time. Like, Jake's repping what exactly? I was like, it's unfortunate for him that Duan has a nine in his hand yeah. because nine seven is much less likely, you know, and so is nine due suited. So I was like, "There's just so few pair, two pair combos here." By the way, would Jake shove all two pair combos? I don't even know that he would. Anyway, would yeah. he shove seven two suited on the river? Maybe, maybe he would because he's calling it anyway, and he's trying to make sure he gets value
1: to kings. Maybe that's the reason to do it. I mean, I guess. it seems like Dwan is probably calling with any nine, and he's maybe calling with over pairs too. Um, he's probably calling with some of the over pairs. Yeah, uh, maybe the best over pairs, which is a, a way to pick. great reason not to do this with eight five.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think this is where we get into sort of like the deeper work of poker, right? Where it's like that four on the turn doesn't change anything. We, we went big on the flop. He called, he's probably calling the turn. Yeah. And then like he calls the turn. that queen doesn't actually change anything when we shove. Unless anyway. we're going
1: super thin with queen X of diamonds.
0: Right, which I don't believe we are. Having watched Jake, even, yeah. I don't believe he is. Um, and Duan probably knows that.
1: It might not be enough anyway to fold a nine, even if you add that
0: Maybe, maybe. I'll say this. you like say it's you're making it sound like it's an easy call. Dwan takes like five minutes or something to yeah, call Yeah, I mean right? it's
1: a significant bet. It's a big game. You know, like you should take your time and think it through. I I feel like I would take a long time too. And if, but if I knew the player profile, I would ultimately call, and that would yeah. be my my, my initial. i be like, I'm probably calling, but I'm really going to think it through. That's what know? I think
0: happened with yeah. Duan because he, the faces he keeps making is like, geez, I feel like I'm really clearly supposed to call here, but damn, like it's thirty nine thousand dollars, and like all I have is ten nine, and like, yeah, am I really doing this? Like, am I really really doing this? Yeah. Th- yeah, that's what it felt like. As opposed to like, what the hell should I do here? It didn't feel like that.
1: He has a he has like a seventy fifth percentile hand to call with, probably. Of yeah. To get here,
0: I mean, again, as I was watching him tank i was like dwan's gonna call this like this is just too good to and it's funny because it's one pair with medium kicker but it feels like he just has to call this hand against this guy and maybe even against a lot of guys against like good players in general like right i think
1: it actually makes theoretical sense yeah me too and so does dwan he ultimately calls indeed he does and gets all the money congratulations tom dwan welcome back he's back he's back baby